For NFT newbies and OGs in Web3 alike, welcome to the Women in Web3 podcast sponsored by Weld Recruiting. I'm your host, Carly Long, and I'm super excited to help break down the barriers to entry in the space and introduce you to some leaders who are doing truly amazing things. So let's dive in. Welcome, everyone. Today, we have Shira Lazar joining us. She is an Emmy-nominated host, a Web3 advocate who hosts the Inside Web3 radio show. She does weekly Twitter spaces. She's the co-founder and CEO of What's Trending. She's a founding BFF. And today, we get into all that she's juggling, including how she's bringing wellness into the space. So let's start there. Shira, can you tell us a little bit about Peace Inside Live? So during the pandemic, During the pandemic, I started Peace Inside Live, which was providing virtual classes around mindfulness, meditation, and movement. So a friend of ours, though, was getting deep at the time into the NFT space. Shout out to Josh Krieger, who actually started NFT LA, um, and introduced us to Dino Monks, uh, which is a mental health NFT, and they needed someone to produce programming in their Discord. Oh my God. And so they hired us to do it. That is awesome. And so that was my first experience in NFTs. And so we were in their Discord doing classes. We got an NFT. And then from there, it was really interesting because I was like, okay, I'm aware of this space. I've known Gary Vaynerchuk for a long time. So I was aware of VFriends, but I hadn't gotten involved. And then my other friend was like, hey, would you do this Twitter spaces with me? It's on social good day because I'm, I'm very into impact. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, and it was for billionaire zombies club. And so he goes, it's for this NFT, but they're giving money to this charity. I was like, love it. Totally up my alley. Then I got another NFT and I hosted that show. And I was like, Whoa, this is really interesting. There's like interesting community here. I should start using my expertise one and hosting and interviewing and bring it to this space because I did that for the YouTube space. Mm -hmm. Right. And the digital video space, all of which I saw an opening. Yeah. I saw that. And, And you start, the more you go through these cycles and if you're aware enough, you start realizing that there's a pattern, right? Mm-hmm. And it's really up to you to be open enough and present enough to move into the pattern you're seeing. Yeah. You know, if you're in so your head you, about where you see your life is, what? I was going to say, so for you, there wasn't really like a sense of risk getting into Web3 because it was just the the natural progression part of the cycle and the pattern? Well, yeah, in some ways. There was different points where there was the feeling of risk or what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Uh, but you know, from there I ended up talking to Gary V's team cause I had been catching up with him and I told them what I was up to. And they're like, we love this, like love this for you. Yeah. Check out these female NFTs. So that's when I bought boss beauties and the flower girls. And, um, I started dabbling and, and I started seeing some of my web two people in the space and seeing what they were buying. So I started buying some things and these were low risk things. And then I kind of definitely, there was like one or two weeks that I quickly started probably spending a bit too much money. I had a freak (laughs) out moment. And actually I had bought a crypto skull like early because someone recommended it to me. Yeah. Um, It was like 0.05. And I got so worried because I, I looked at my NFTs and I said, I need to sell off the ones that have no activity. Yeah. So I put a, I put it up for auction or like put it on 0.06. 0.06. I just want to make my money back. And literally I fall asleep. Crypto skulls blows up overnight and it sells like someone just grabs it. And by the next day it's at like two. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So someone had 
They just, when you put it up for auction, whoever makes the offer gets it. Well, I put it up saying, this is what I want it for. So if someone says they'll do it. Yeah, that was a lesson. Oh, but my then gosh. also it was like, yeah, so that was a tough lesson. And that's where a bit of my anxiety started coming in. So, yeah. um, but what I would say is that said, because I've never been a gambler, I'm not yeah. into betting this, that. So this, that type of behavior is not something I'm used to, right? Yeah. Um, I don't even buy that much, to be honest. Like I am not a, a consumer. Yeah. You know, like but in that way, I don't buy purses. I don't buy brands. So this has been an interesting experience for me. That said, I do think it's like creative crack. I joke around. Um, and it's a <laughs> bit different that. because you're, you're buying something. Um, you are, I, I do love art. I must say yeah. and artists and creators in the creator space. And so it does feed into that passion of mine. Um, I do like how you can make money off of it, but it's also that I do love the community. And as I started sharing my first PFPs, that's when I really started seeing there was something special here where, you know, the whole community would welcome me in and I'm like, okay, this is really cool. And then that's when, um, you know, I started realizing the Twitter spaces were popping and I, I actually didn't do women in web three weekly right away. First, I did um, a YouTube, like an OG YouTube creator spaces. That was really great. And we got a lot of people there. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And then I did another one. I did one with Toy Boogers. And I was just doing one every week on Wednesdays. And, I, and then there yeah. was one Wednesday where I decided to do a women-themed one. And that's when I realized, oh, I got to do this every Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Web3 Wednesday, it's got to happen. And so that's how that started. And now I also do Alpha Mondays with Brian Fanzo. Oh, that's incredible. So you said you got boss beauties and flower girls back when you were like, they were low risk. So did you get in with them? Like before they were known, like they are today, they were starting to be known. Yeah. I think like, um, well, I got introduced to it through Gary V's team. Okay. So obviously they'd met through, I think at art Basel, it was them. Um, alpha girl club, my friend, Christine Liu had turned me on to them. And then I saw from there women rise so I bought, and then Crypto Chicks. So I bought a bunch of the kind of OG ones. I missed yeah. the boat on Worlds of Women, unfortunately. You never Although I feel like when I, you know, when I got, you. yeah, when I got um, into this space though, I think it was at pretty cheap though, still now looking back. Yeah. Like one ETH now. Like, absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> I would have totally done it. But at the time I just was like, are you kidding? I'm not spending like over a thousand dollars on this. I'll spend a few hundred dollars yeah. here and there. Um, and so, and then I do have mostly female led projects. I do have like a cool man and a toy boogers and, uh, and then, yeah, I've, I've definitely gone into a lot of others. I mean, every week there's so many amazing ones, nineties babes recently, crypto yes. Venus, uh, Afro punk, which is, um, I I've loved, which is just beautiful art and what they're doing. I mean, I have to go back to my, um, I did, I did get into ethereals, which we're uncertain about that right now. <laughs> I need to take a look at, at your wallet and just go. Oh, I, have two, like, well, I do have, I do shopping. have two wallets. <laughs> I do have two wallets. So, uh, I, yeah, I don't, it's, I don't know how easy it is to find my wallets. Cause I have, a, a, a I started, and this is a bit of a lesson. I started a bit as a noob doing a Coinbase wallet. Okay. And so then, but, but at the time, even though more projects are doing this, most projects, you, projects you couldn't mint on Coinbase wallet. 
So I ended up moving to my MetaMask wallet, obviously. So now I'm kind of stuck with two because I don't feel like transferring everything. Yeah, yeah, that's a a headache in itself. So clearly there's a a million and one projects out there and it seems like you're following a lot. Oh, yes. (laughs) One more, I got to say, and I'm really honored to be part of the team uh, and I'm advising, consulting with the House of First, uh, which is a collective of people, and they bring in traditional artists into the space and do NFT drops. Ooh. So I came in and started working with them for their Remarkable Women collection. Yeah. Um, which is by artist Rachel Winter, fellow Canadian, and uh, really beautiful, bold, colorful art. So just want to give a shout out to the Remarkable Women collection as well. I love that so much. So with everything going on, all these projects, you're you're constantly meeting new people. But wellness was your entry and you know, you said that's what you're really passionate about. How do you keep and maintain yeah. that wellness? Uh give us give us some tips when we're like up at 2 a.m. and should be sleeping, but we're just trying to learn or, you know, yeah. what projects next. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I have compassion for that. There's grace and space for that. We're not perfect. We're not meant to be robots in our life. There's definitely going to be those nights that that happens. We all stumble. Yeah. But I think it's about creating boundaries for ourselves, mm-hmm. understanding what works for us. How can I show up in the best way possible in my life? And when you ask that question, we all have a different answer. Is staying up till 2 a.m. doing all this working for me? Do I really make the best decisions at 2 a.m.? Am I buying the best things at 2 a.m.? I found myself doing that and buying in at like, you know, getting really anxious, like, oh, shoot, the the cost is going up. The floor is going up. I need to buy this. And I was like, if that's happening at like basically after 11 or after midnight, it's probably unless you are obsessed with this and it's really the best price it's ever going to be probably not the best to make the decision then yeah I love you know, that point. close the computer put down the phone you know including if things aren't working like sometimes like my well it's not working i'm like that the universe is telling you something uh-huh. go <laughs> to bed that said I, you know i i get it that you know a lot of people have their day jobs still families there's a lot happening so you are going to be learning and doing a lot after hours mm-hmm but once again, I think it's just not sustainable. You know, a night here yeah. and there staying up late, it happens. But for me, it's about creating sustainability um, in these spaces in our lives so that we could do the most possible and like live our purpose. Because you're not going to be able to live your purpose if you're like burnt out, right? Yeah. Like you could ride the wave of the energy for a week or maybe a month, but you will hit burnout. And I am worried about that in this space because even beyond the social media space, this is taking it to the next level. So I would say boundaries with yourself, ask yourself every day, how do I honor myself today? What are those things? For some of you, it might be taking a jog, taking a walk. You know, um, I know someone who loves bird watching, right? It might be reading a book. It might be journaling. It might be dancing around and just moving your body or doing yoga. Like we all have that thing that we feel better, right? When we do that. So I encourage you to do that because the more you put that aside, guess what? Like it impacts your confidence and self-worth because you're not showing up for you. So Mm -hmm. I think the more you show up for yourself to do the things you really love that really nurture your mind and body and spirit, not just this other side, which is still something that nurtures you. The more you nurture this, it'll actually feed into the work you're doing everything else. It becomes 
um, it becomes a filter for how you work in the space. Yeah. And then you could bring a, like a more conscious version of yourself into the space and actually create more impact, possibly get that. a better job, you know, make more money because you're coming into it with, you know, your glass half full versus empty and trying to like make all this stuff fulfill a part of you that has a gap. Absolutely. Right? If you're approaching it with so much anxiety, you're going to attract just more anxiety. Exactly. <laughs> like you, you are like, whatever you are, you attract, yeah. And re- which is a really like, that is a tough thing to wrap your mind around. So if you Absolutely. feel like anxious, it's time to kind of step back a bit because yeah, you like it, previously in web two, a lo- I, w- I did web two very anxious. I was going through a lot and I attracted chaos. I attracted a ton of drama, right? You don't want that. Yeah. So I'm trying to use, you know, the life lessons that I've learned over the past two decades and I have that awareness into this space. And then like, you know, sleep is important. Sleep is a game changer. Like once again, yeah. you don't make any decisions, good decisions when you're tired. And you also end up snapping at people and being angry. No one wants to be around that. True. So no, that's like, you I mentioned- know, that's my answer. You mentioned life lessons. So I want to ask you've how, I don't know how long you've been doing your web three Wednesdays, but you've talked to a ton of people. I've seen you have different guests each time. What are some of the lessons or things that you've learned or just major patterns in those conversations that come up, whether it's, you know, about women in the space or just about the community in general? Yeah. Um, oh, I think it's so interesting when you listen in on the Women Web 3 Weekly versus any other type of spaces. Yeah. <laughs> it's very clear as like, you know, and, and it's not just women, it's non-binary. It's just, uh, you know, uh, I think there's a lot of uh, discussion about mental health and burnout mm-hmm. more than other spaces. Of course, we talk about projects and we talk about pressure. We talk about um, things coming up and challenges in the space, you know, how people are building community do we really need to sell out? Does someone need to sell out their NFT to feel successful? How do we support yeah. one another? Um, what's working, what's not working in the space? Like, cause we have people that are launching NFTs to our projects, right? So there's definitely a lot of that conversation of how we can be there for each other and like what works, what doesn't. But a lot of that ends up becoming a conversation about our lives and like, how do we mm. fit all of this into our lives? And so, that. yeah, I would say those are really uh, like, uh, the themes, like it, it, there's a lot of wisdom that comes out, uh, a lot of also really figuring out how to be authentic to you and show it fully in the space, because that will be expressed, whether it be through your art, through the team yeah. that you're with, um, being clear about your values, right? Like what is your value system? Because there's so much yeah. happening in the space that it's so easy. To, it's easy to get distracted. Like there's so yeah, many absolutely. projects. And the only way to know what to um, what to create, what to support, what to invest in, who, what community to connect with, is to know who you are and your value system, right? And that yeah, your be the values filter. will drive the the culture yeah, of your project, exactly. the feeling of it. And from what I've heard, that's a lot of what people are are buying into these days. Does it ever come up? Um, where you guys talk about accessibility or barrier to entry that or too, the yeah. female imbalance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We talk of, of course, you know, um, women are not a minority yet they're marginalized in these spaces uh, because it's typically been, you know, bro culture, men, specifically white cis hetero men. 
And so what can we do about that? And I do think it's um, an interesting and important time right now. A lot of women are getting the space, but it's still very small. And also it's like, if you look at even the Twitter spaces that are some of the top ones, they're male dominated, you know, even with female projects coming up, world of women being huge, that's one project out of how many at the top of the list. And even like in, in DM groups that I'm in, I get worried because, you know, there'll be guys that want to support these projects, but then they'll be like, why didn't it sell out? Why didn't it mint right away? Why is the floor price so low? And my worry is it's going to push them away, discourage them from investing in these projects because Mm -hmm. they're going to think it's not worth it. We're willing to invest in it because we care about it and we think we like the person behind it. My worry is that, you know, as we continue, it's going to become just like a hot trend or just like, oh, another female project. Right. Yep. And then, but because there, like, there hasn't been like the Uber growth that we've seen in other projects, you know, people are going to stop investing as much. There will be, all of us will invest in those, Yeah. but like not in the, in the mass scale. Mm -hmm. That said, hopefully in the future, those bigger projects just become aware of their teams and just hire more diverse people. Right. And so they look around, they make sure their teams behind the scenes represent the community that's buying in and so it's not just like it's not just about supporting a female uh based pfp or female-led projects but it's saying oh i look behind the scenes and the team has a mixture of a lot of people and i feel represented and so then actually women are are ends up ends up on the team and getting an upside of a really big amazing project like i would love to see more of that i would love to see more women behind an ape um like type of project yeah, or, um, Azuki or doodles, or I'm trying to think like the list goes on and on. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of those projects, like, you know, it's male led. So it'd be great to get, you know, more women that said, it's not just more women. We also have to then be honest and aware of it's like women of color as well. And how, Absolutely. how do we create space for women of color, LGBTQ, trans women of color, because, you know, as much as there's a lack of women, then you go and continue down that route and it becomes less and less and less. And so Mm -hmm. as privileged white women or white leaning women, you know, let's not leave all those people behind too. We still have a responsibility. And so like that comes with what we're investing in, the projects we're promoting and talking about, the spaces that we're curating, the events that we're inviting people to being aware of who's in your space. Like if you're looking around, you're like, oh, there's a lot of people like me. Well, it's time, you know, I'm not going to hate on you and judge you and all that. We don't have time for that, but it's, it's time to be aware and then change things up. Right. I love that. That awareness is, is so huge. Shara. Oh my gosh. I could keep chatting with you for forever. And <laughs> it's no, no wonder you are such a decorated host because you have such great conversation. We are getting close on time here. Is there anything else that you wanted to highlight? You wanted to just mention before we wrap up? I uh, no. I just like, I appreciate all of you for showing up and learning and, and staying curious. Right. And I think that's the most important thing in this space and just in life, right. Find your tribe, find your community and keep being curious Um, and be kind to yourself because we could be really 
hard on ourselves, right? And we all deserve more. So if, if you're having a hard time, you know, get someone around you, a fellow woman to remind you of your power and how amazing you are. Like that always helps, right? That's sure to help. And keep on, you know, keep on trying and learning. That's it. Like, I, that's really what I have to say. And don't be discouraged if you make mistakes, because that's part of the process. That's part of playing the game. You don't learn unless you play the game. And that doesn't include just wins and successes. That includes failure too. You are that woman for me. I want every bit of those last quotes like stitched on a pillow to have in oh, my yeah, house because they are the greatest <laughs> reminders. <laughs> so yeah, Shira, no, appreciate thank it. you so much. Thank you. And check out Women Web 3 Weekly on Wednesdays on my uh, Twitter at Shira Lazar. Absolutely. We will link to it in our show notes. Take care, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening today. If you enjoyed today's guest and podcast, be sure to write, subscribe, comment, all the things. And definitely get in touch. I love to connect with y'all. I love to hear what you're working on, any feedback or comments. If you want to meet a guest, if you want to be a guest, just reach out. You can find me, your host, Carly Long, at by Carly Long on all social media platforms. You can subscribe to my weekly newsletter, which is also Women in Web 3, and you can follow along at Weld Recruiting. Be sure to let us know however we can support you, and we look forward to our next episode.